as God intended. Let's go. my bunghole <laughs> folks that's obviously for those of you old enough to know beavis and butthead and i want to welcome everyone in aloha and welcome 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 healers of all ages including all of our special dynamic incredible young young minds young bloods young people running around all of our wonderful teens and young adults searching for natural solutions in a world full of synthetic problems that you didn't create, but you're going to be a part of the cleanup. Let me tell you, we want to welcome you to Looking for Healing Radio, where you'll never hear us pushing a pharmaceutical. You'll never hear us pushing these damn shots. Why? Because they aren't medicine. I don't know. I'm going to keep saying it. Some some way, it might take a thousand more times of me saying it, but it's going to seep into you. You're going to get it. The poisons aren't medicine. What you will hear, though, is a whole lot about natural medicine and all the wonderful medicine that God left us and he really intended for us and all the cool stuff that's out there. No matter how much they try to nanobot it into oblivion, they can't because God wins. We're going to be talking about that. And of course, always with a whole lot of love. I want to say thank you so much for listening. If you know by now, then you do know what's good for you. And I am somebody that's good for you. Dr. H here talking to you, wanting to get into your hearts, into your minds, and hopefully inspire you to open up some books, do a little reading, do a little exploring with all the wonderful medicine that we have available to us. I've been playing around with so much stuff this year. We've learned so much. I think that's going to be my final show next week is what did I learn in 2023 about natural medicine? Because there's been so much wonder uh, to learn from. And it's so incredible to be in something for 25 years and still feel like you're an infant when it comes to the knowledge that is actually available to you. I want to invite you all to join me and my healing homies, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Janice Schmidt, who's going to be interviewing today and dr brian artist every monday through friday 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific right here on the america out loud talk radio network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com on the iheart radio and spotify and pandora networks you can find us as well just go ahead and download the america out loud phone app for apple android or alexa and listen in wherever and whenever you may be that's right because we record it all and you can go ahead and hit the replay button and have a little fun with us Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you, people who are ready to stop being patients and start being students of the medicine that God intended for us all. The best way to be free is to be healthy. So learn how at energetichealthinstitute.org. We're going to be talking today about detoxification, and I'm going to do some bragging today about what we do at the school, and Dr. J is going to do some bragging about, well, she's probably not going to brag. She's super nice. But I'm going to brag for her about all the great detox work that she does out there as well. Uh, because we we don't you, you you just do not have to wait to be a part of something great. Go ahead and check us out. Join the Ehi family today. Let's make tomorrow amazing for us all. 
energetichealthinstitute.org. And lastly, and not leastly by any stretch of the imagination, Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by globalhealing.com. As you know by now, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go ahead and go to globalhealing.com and enter promo code out loud and discover the medicine that God intended for us all. I'm going to tell you folks, I have been taking their vitamin C left and right, left and right, left and right. I don't know how much I've taken today, but I'm going through a bottle every day, every day and a half, and it feels fantastic. So while we're in these winter months, go and get yourself some of their vitamin C, get some of their vitamin D, get some of that ultimate cellular health inspired by Dr. H, get some of that foreign protein cleanse inspired by Dr. Brian Artis and all their wonderful products out there. And maybe, I don't know, we might even have a guest popping in here today to hang out with us on this radio show right now. And that's going to be the Dr. Artist. Looks like he just came to the table and we are very excited to have him as well. So folks, we have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking detoxification. Uh, and and I got two of my three healing homies here with me um, right now. So what I'm going to do is make sure we segment this into just an open discussion about the wonderful world of detoxification and some of our favorites of what we do and what we're getting excited for. Cause I don't know about Dr. Artis and Dr. Schmidt, but every January I start the year off with a little bit of a cleanse. So I think I, I'm going to find out what they do to start their year and get their year off to a good healthy start. And I think we'll start with that question right now in this segment. So Dr. J, Hey, Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. doing good, doing good. I like this topic of detox. There's so many different ways to detox on a regular basis and they're so easy and it makes you feel so, so good. So yes, perfect. And um, I see you're drinking something. It's probably going to help your body detox, whatever it is. I'm doing the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Know it. Yeah. It's awesome. So what, so what do you do to start the year? Like in January, what do you look forward to, to start making sure you're getting your body right, especially maybe after some holidays, maybe we've eaten some foods we don't normally eat. Maybe we're doing a little bit too much traveling, whatever. What yeah, do you, what happens. do you do in January yeah. to get everything going again? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it happens. We, we all indulge a little bit over the holidays and eat somebody's pie, a little extra piece of pie here and there. I like, um, I like to start off with remembering, um, intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. It's so easy just to eat a little bit later in the morning and eat a little bit earlier in the evening. And it makes all the difference that you give your body that rest, that longer rest break of not eating anything and your cells can renew and your body can detox. It's really, really easy to do. And so I, I remind myself of that, maybe even set an alarm like, okay, you need to go, you know, 14 or 16 or however many hours, 18, just depending on, you know, the person, how many hours they would actually go. So that's one thing that I definitely do. But the other thing that I do, and I do this about every three months, is a full liver detox, mm. very similar to Holda Clark's detox liver. How, how often did you say you do it? Every three months. Every three months. Okay. Yep. And, yep. and so what's one of your hallmarks for your liver detoxing? Like what's the, what's the, what's one of the things, and I know there's many, it's never just one, but what's one of the things where you're like, when I'm taking this, I know I'm doing a liver detox. I actually feel clear. I feel like fog has lifted. 
it's just like this layer of, of, I don't know, like brain fog that just gets lifted. I didn't even realize I had. So that's probably my main, the main thing. And I feel nothing but better because the liver cleanse that I like to do is super gentle and you do it over a course of five to seven days mm -hmm. and you just, just a little bit each day. So your body isn't flooded with many toxins and some people's livers are just full of toxins. So uh, I like this one because it's really gentle and you feel nothing but better. What's one of the what's one of the herbs that you like to help really get your liver getting into that mode of getting rid of this stuff that maybe is a dandelion? I think dandelion is a super easy one. Uh, you can eat it. You can um, make a tea out of it, and I usually recommend that prior to the liver cleanse with a flush that I do with the lemon juice, olive oil, and cayenne pepper. Um, and that's the thing that I drink in the morning, wait 20 minutes and then start my day like normal. But after that week of doing that, then milk thistle will come along and help, uh, protect and nourish the, the liver. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. All right. Well, what about we you? The, well, for me, I, I do, uh, I do a standard that we, so we, we teach at the energetic health Institute. We teach, um, uh, full 28 day cleansing with, uh, uh, the digestive tract first, then the liver second, and then the kidneys third. So each one gets their own 28 day period during right. the year. So I'm, I always do at least three cleanses every year. And then I finish every cleanse with a full three day plus fast. Sometimes I'll go five, seven days, whatever, but, um, I make sure I get some fasting in at the end so that the body's been clean and now it can do its final kind of healing process. Okay. For me, I'm a huge student and big fan of Dr. Bernard Jensen. Like yes. when I got into natural medicine, that dude spoke mm -hmm. to me in ways that few people have, you know, over the last 25 years, just reading all of his work, especially on iridology, reading his incredible work about, you see the pictures of the before and after with the, I think it's a, a tissue cleansing through better bowel management was one of his, his main books and stuff like that. But he had these pictures in the end where he would show like the poop, you know, and he would show like these incredible, ridiculously massive poops coming out of people. Um, and he would show also the pictures of their skin. Um, in many cases, they were really jacked up, um, but he would show their skin before and after you know, before and then 28 days later and just how much healing had happened. It was like, wow, well, this guy seems like he's figured some stuff out. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of, of how he, how he does it. I I've done my own, of course, enhancements and things to it, but I think one of the foundations that I learned from him and then later one of his um, students, uh, Dr. Richard Anderson, um, who's uh cleanse and purify thyself guy. Um, I think what they did that really stood out to me was the admission of parasites that you have to deal with. It. It's not just a third world problem. Right. Um, and that they really had this incredible <clears throat> using bentonite clay oh, with, yes. with psyllium. I, I just think this combination of clay and fiber working together, it just, my whole career, it works for me whenever I'm off a little bit, it works for me. So especially like after the holidays, January comes around and I want to just get my body going again and going, Hey, this is not the way I like to feel. I maybe ate some foods that I have allergens to stuff like that. Now it's like January. I just look forward, right? I look forward to just being like, Oh my God, I can't wait to feel so clean and so clear, you know, cause those two go hand in hand. Right. So for sure. Yes. And that bentonite clay and spillium husk combo is brilliant. And I probably do that one, um, six times a year. Right. A How yeah. long do you do it for? A week. A week. Yeah. See, I just do it in the evening, just at night. 
right? When we're when we're starting people out, we we you know we teach them twenty eight days, and it's like, look, you know, you're gonna spend a week getting your nutrients up, and then we do three right. weeks of bentonite clay and psyllium with nutrients and herbs and everything working together and lifestyle improvements. But what happens is when people get really clean, like you are. You know, what you find is, you know, what might have taken you when you first got into natural medicine, four weeks, 28 days to get something accomplished. Now for you, it's going to take you pretty much like a week, right. you know, because there's just not a, as much to clean out, which stands to reason, you know, and it'd be less if they would stop trying to poison us all the time. But <laughs> right. you know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so let's move over. I, I got both the healing homies have come on now. So we're, we're doing a, we're doing a show for me right now and i'm so happy to have we got dr brian artist the quarterback is up and we got uh we got nicola burnett who's come on so we're going to do a couple of quick segments here every with everybody we're talking detox and talking about january of 2024 and what are we going to do so we're asking right now dr artist what do you do to start your year to kind of get make sure your body's getting right after the holiday season and things like that well, up until I retired in 2018, and it's great to be back with the homies. Glad y'all are here and hope all the all the people in the audiences are expecting an incredible opportunity, hopefully to spend with friends and loved ones during the holidays. I hope you have a great holiday season <clears throat> planned. But what I actually did up until I retired in 2018, now I would just do liver cleanses using individual herbs I like, like milk thistle, artichoke extract, uh, bentonite clay. That's what I do consistently and repetitively throughout the years. But before that, I used to use standard processes cleanses. They have a 14-day cleanse and a 28-day cleanse. And I did not like the 28-day cleanses, so I would do the 14 day cleanses in the beginning of the year to get that started. And I would do that every six months. And uh, we have a pretty good diet and take care of ourselves. So we've done really well with that as a family, but that's what I primarily used. It's still a great product, great system, but I do love bentonite clay has been one of my favorite things on earth to talk about for the last 15 years at least. And, uh, anyway, that's what I do to kick off the new year. What's in, what's in that, uh, standard process, that 14, uh, day one that you really like. Uh, there's like four different, uh, well, there's four different products you use. Two of them are various fibers, which is what y'all were just talking about. So derived fibers from the vegetables they pull out of their uh, whole food gardening farm out in Palmyra, Wisconsin. It's been uh, five or six years since I've gone through all of that, but there's a lot of a lot of plants inside of those powdered mixes and supplements. And so I just followed their regimen. They have an entire protocol. I would just follow that thing and do it every every six months starting in January and, and again in June. I, I would have to look it all up and go back through those. It's been years, but it was amen. all very good product. Amen. Amen. Nicola, how about you? Same, same question. January, 2024 is on the horizon. We know mm -hmm. we're going to be doing a little bit of celebrating probably, right? Get a little cool in the gang action going on during the winter break. <laughs> so January comes up and we want to get ourselves right. What do you do to get yourself right in terms of cleansing, detoxing? Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, you know, cleansing and detox for me is a, it's just a way of life. It's like brushing my teeth. So, um, I do it all the time. Uh, and I do two master cleanses a year and I do that for 10 days. Actually today's day one of the end of the year master cleanse. I just started it. So, um, I do that and I do a couple liver cleanses throughout the year. Um, and, uh, what else do I do? Uh, I do, I usually do a heavy metal cleanse during the year and I usually do probably at least two, uh, kidney cleanses during the year. So, um, I usually hit for whatever reasons, it always feels right for me to hit the, uh, 
major cleanse, a master cleanse, which is about a two-week process in July. And then I usually do it at the end of December. And I don't know about you guys, but I like to shut down and isolate and get the hell away from technology and people. And when I cleanse, I do a lot of just um, being out in nature, hiking, uh, you know, quiet down, uh, go to, I have a, a spiritual group that I hang out with. So I, that's usually, I'm doing it a little bit early this year, but I usually do it right after Christmas into the new year. I like to be on a cleanse when I go into the new year and I like to just call in what it is that I, I want to create. So that's, that's kind of my gig. You know, what's really cool. We've hmm. never, we've never talked about this, all of our different kind of styles and things that we do. We've never mm -hmm. had this conversation before. We, I just assumed that you all did something in January to kind of get the year started off right. And I was right. Yeah. Thankfully. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, yes. I think that's <laughs> yes, one of we this, do. <laughs> I, I think if you're listening in right now, look at, listen to how many times we are talking about ourselves cleansing in a year, even though we eat an organic diet, even though we put a lot of nutrients in our body, even though we take care of our body and have a really healthy lifestyle, we still are cleansing multiple times a year. I will cleanse at least three times a year. And I'm talking 28 days, 21 to 28 day kind of versions. But I like you all, I'll do, if, you, if I'm feeling off a little bit, I'll spend a week cleansing. It's no big deal just to say, hey, it's time to do something. Something's not right in there. How many, before we go to break, we got just a quick like minute here. How many times a year would you say you do some form of cleansing, even if it's like just three days, seven days, something like that? So Dr. J, how about you? How many times a year do you think you, you do? Oh my cleanse? goodness. How many, just even just three day ones. Wow. Uh -huh. Well, I, I guess it's, it would be every day then. Cause I try to intermittent fast or, mm -hmm. but if I look at like a specific type of cleanse, I would dozens probably in a year. At least one per each month, right? Yeah, like yes, there's some yeah. kind of at least once a month, something. Mm -hmm. Dr. Artis, how about you? How many times a year do you feel like you set up like, hey, I'm doing some cleansing, right? Even if it's just a couple of days. Uh, I love that question, actually. In fact, uh, I intentionally detox 365 days a year, and it starts every morning when I first get up and sit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. okay, I guess I was right every day. <laughs> and I make sure that happens every single day, multiple times a day without yep. fail. And then I make sure I do twice a year, 14 day liver cleanses. But then mm -hmm. each month I will spend a week making sure I am detoxing with bentonite clay, apple pectin powder, activated charcoal throughout the last at least 14 years of my life. So mm -hmm. this is a intentional thing I do each each month. So there you go. That's what I do. So there's right there, right off the bat, everybody, you just heard that's at least 14. That's at least 14 times every year that Dr. Artis is cleansing. Dr. Okay. J is in that same category. I'm sure I'm in there too. How about you, Nicola? How many times a year would you say that, hey, I have a dedicated cleanse that I'm doing of some variable length? Oh, I would say probably eight times a year. On a, mm -hmm. that, that's probably the average. But I want to add on to what um, I loved what Dr. Artis said, because cleansing is is something you have to think about on a daily basis. It's not something like you just kind of throw caution to the wind and do whatever you want and live however you want and then think about a cleanse. It's it's it, there's so much more to it. Um cleansing, the success of a cleanse is directly tied into 
uh, how well you eat, right? Your nutrition balance. Uh, if you've got depletion, then you know, the, these two, there's a chemistry where these two kind of ride off of each other. So your cleanse will be as successful as your nutrient status. And if you don't have a good nutrient status, you won't have a successful cleanse. So it's all tied together. And then I love what Janice uh, said about intermittent fasting. Like, you know, the body is designed to receive food. If you look at the technicalities of that from about 11 in the morning till six at night. So if you eat within that window and you're not eating at night and you're eating, making decisions about clean food every time you put something in your mouth, oh my God, does that make a difference? Um, you know, to not add in a bunch of crap mm -hmm. during the year and then have a big project to clean out. So it's like you get in there, you clean out, you maintain it. And then the cleanses are almost like little fine adjustments, I would say, or right. attunements. You know, anything that came in that we don't want in the past four to six months, you know, it's a small volume, we catch it and we move it back out. Right. So it's really something you want to think of about on a daily basis. And and one last thing, I love what Brian said, going to the bathroom. Do you know, do you guys know that the number one uh, reason that brings people to an ER, the number one reason brings people to an ER? Want to take a guess? I'm going to take a guess that it's constipation. It is. It's constipation. <laughs> I have tons of friends who are work in the industry. So, so what, so just on a daily basis, I get up and I'm paying attention. Okay. How many bowel movements did I have? What did I eat? How much did I drink? What did the stool look like? Was it rabbit pellets? Was it, you know, was it this, was it that, you know, looking at how, what ease of passage, was it a log, you know, what color was for it? Sure, I'm for paying sure. attention to all these things because they tell you directly what's going on in the body. So I think I mentioned one time we talked about what are the health things. Hold that, that thought. Hold that thought. We got it because we're running up against it right here. So oh, we're going to have okay, you come yeah. back okay, in and finish that, that thought. thought. Okay. Sure. So we write back with more pooping and looking yeah. for healing radio right <laughs> after these messages. Yeah, you know it, baby. <laughs> All right. Be right back. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time.
America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. healers welcome back we are blessed today we got all the healing homies on with me today this is kind of impromptu we didn't know we were going to do this but it happened so i think you're the beneficiary so buckle up and have a good time with us right now first question we're gonna do a rapid fire round because i think this is dr artist brought up something very interesting that it's so easy for us to take for granted because this is just how we live right and it's like well but maybe the audience doesn't really understand like some of this stuff and I remember way back when I had to teach myself to wake up and poop. And it took me a couple months to really actually teaching my body that, hey, when I wake, we wake up, we go and sit down on this toilet, we get make sure the knees are above the hips and all that stuff, you know, get a little squatty potty and let's make it happen. It took a couple months, but once it, my body figured out, it was just like automatic. So question for you, what's the first thing that you do in the morning, Dr. J? First thing I do in the morning? Mm-hmm. Uh, stretch. Stretch. Okay. And when, when do you poop? Do you poop in the morning after you stretch? Yes. I'm going to get personal wait, wait, here. Hold up. Jenna, you seriously stretch before you go pee and poop in the morning? Well, I, I do. I do pee first, but yeah. Pee and so then brush pee, my teeth. stretch, poop. Yeah, exactly. Now you're, you're hanging PSP, out with Dr. Baby. J now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know we were getting that detailed, but are yeah. These, are, are, are these stretches like Kegel stretches or something to help with the poop release? Is no. that what you're doing? No. No. Okay, just, just stretches. <laughs> Whatever the body needs at the moment. <laughs> right. Wait, we're gonna, just trying to catch a visual here. The title yeah. <laughs> of this episode is going to be WTMI, right? That's how, that's how we're doing it. All right, Dr. Artis, how about you? What's the first thing you do in the morning, uh, brother? The very first thing I do is go to the toilet and I poop and I pee at the same time. And then I get up and then I go to work out and then I get in. This is not a joke. I actually have a infrared sauna that I get in every day. And that's nice. a part of the detox process too. So when I do my workout and I'm already hot and sweaty, I go jump in the sauna and get really hot. Then I go shower and cool off. And that's what I do. How long in the sauna do you do most mornings? It's six turns, two and a half minutes. So do the math, two and a half times, six turns in there. It's okay. like 15, 20 minutes. Roger that. Roger that. And Nicola, how about you? First thing um, in the morning, actually, what do you do? I actually uh, go outside uh, into my garage and I have I hang upside down for maybe about uh, 10 minutes. What? And, that's uh, the first thing you do? That's the first thing I do. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And Amazing. I will um, I put a bunch of coconut oil on my stomach and I do a sweeps of my colon. Um, it, it helps with organ prolapse. What's right? a sweeps? Oh, sorry. Sweeps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, sweeps of the colon where, you know, I, I just uh, palpate my colon right from the right up transverse so, so do down this, onto do this the with left. This audience. Let's, let's, let's take the audience through it. So everybody, we okay. want you to find your hip bone on your right side. Okay. Right find your hip, hip bone. Okay. And now come in a couple inches. And now what you just found is you just found the base of your ascending colon. Nicola, take us through how to do this sweeps from here. 
Yeah, well, well, I do it on the inversion table, but uh, he's upside down. So that's phase two when you become a badass like Nicola Burnett. Okay, but phase (laughs) one is in here. (laughs) I do organ work, so I'm I'm into this, right? Uh, So I I just do little. I put something on your stomach. Uh, It feels much better, and you can get in there a little bit deeper. But uh, you know, like coconut oil. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of apply quite a bit of pressure as much as is comfortable and kind of do a little circles like clockwork circles with mm-hmm. kind of at the same time a sweep um up so, so you kind start of using on the your right, fingertips to kind of pull using your fingertips. The, uh, okay mm-hmm. yeah okay. so sweep up to the to the flexure go across the transverse same movement same thing you're just kind of pushing in doing circles while holding that pressure pushing in my and tummy's then, happy right now yeah and it also, this is one of the greatest things when I get clients who come to me and they'll say, oh gosh, you know, I can't go to the bathroom unless I take, you know, fill in the blank, mm-hmm. you know, some fiber or aloe or something. I'll say, okay, I want you to do this uh, every morning. But I will say this, one of the reasons I do it upside down when, so when we do organ work, we're on a slant board because uh, mm-hmm. the slant board causes the um, abdomen to collapse yep. and you can't reach your uh, colon uh, properly un- unless you're on a slant board. So that's mm-hmm. a slant boards where your you know, your, your legs are higher up than your, mm-hmm. uh, than your head. So um, you won't have much luck doing this on a flat surface. So, uh, so that's, that's what I do every morning. Well, wow. folks, I want to, I want to take you through that sweep thing. Cause I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty dope. You can actually put some, oil or some lotion on your navel. You can start working around your navel. If you find some tender spots, those are great places to massage a little bit because all of those spots are going to correlate to a different organ in your digestion. And then what Nicola is talking about is if you go back over to that right side and touch your little hip bone, it's actually called the anterior superior iliac spine or as is for those of you who are into some body work. It's not really a hip bone. So you just go over that little, little bony prominence right there, come a little bit towards your navel, and now you start massaging circular motions, maybe a little sweeping motion. Now you're on the ascending colon, and you start working all the way up towards your rib cage, little gentle, can get in a little bit deeper, you know, if you want. And then you get to that wonderful portion of your rib cage, and now let's go across the stomach. And now that's that transverse colon that Nicholas talking about. Ooh, mine's a little tender. I must have some poop in there. And then we go a little bit over to the left side of the rib cage. And now you get to the, the uh, splenic flexure and you start working your way down to the other side. And now that's going to be the descending colon. And then that goes and that's your exit. So that's the direction you want to always make sure you massage in the direction that you're body is going to move that waist out. It's going to move it from the left side up across and then down and then out. And then you flush it and you say, bye-bye, bye-bye, poop-poop. Bye-bye, Mr. Hanky. All right. So now another- well, I, used, I just have to say, I used to what? do this with my children after yeah. every bath when there are babies, I would do mm. this. I would rub their feet, Wonderful. all those little pressure points in the feet and their little hands. Wonderful. And then do that on their bellies. Right that should be something that are taught to moms, new moms. Yep. All I agree. Or, or we can just have Dr. J adopt us all because I think <laughs> I'd feel better about it. If you want to adopt me, I'm, I'm open. Okay. Um, I feel like I missed some swaddling or something. Oh. You. <laughs> As a baby. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, um, well, so quick questions now for everybody. Quick questions now. 
um, or ex- let's go expansive a little bit. Okay, expansive. So what, what are you getting, everyone? We wake up and bowel movements are a part of our morning, right? Remember, your body has five things that it wants to get done that it needs you to help it get done every day. The first is to purify get the waste out. So yes, are you cleansing every time you poop? Yes, you are. So technically, if you're taking a, if you're having a bowel movement every single day, you're technically cleansing every single day. Now, one of the things that we like to say at the Energetic Health Institute is how do I know when I'm cleansing versus when I'm just doing like regular living? It's because the number of bowel movements in a day exceeds the number of meals right? And that's something that we actually track. We have been proving this for over a decade now at the school. When we teach you how to cleanse, just like when these great teachers teach you how to cleanse, one of the hallmark signs of you actually being in a cleanse is more bowel movements than meals over that time period. It's the number one and easiest way to figure out that you're getting rid of waste. So when you're cleansing everybody, here's the question. What do you feel like If I'm not doing this X, and I'm not talking about pooping, because obviously if you're not pooping, you're not cleansing. But if I'm not doing this, meaning if I'm not taking this thing to help me cleanse, I'm not really cleansing. Dr. J, we'll go to you first. What's that one thing where you're like, you know what? I got to have that or it doesn't feel like I'm really cleansing. Well, for sure, the water makes all the difference, mm. the, the cleanliness of the water. But I'm a lemon girl. Like I I am all about the lemons when I'm cleansing. Mm-hmm. So lemon and really great filtered, structured water. So will you take the lemon and will you squeeze the lemon? Like you'll have like a little bit of lemon, straight, straight lemon juice yes. in there. Yes. Wonderful sour to get that. Sometimes not a little cayenne, there. but yes, definitely the lemon. Amen. All right. Dr. Artis, how about you, quarterback? What are we talking about? What's that one thing you like, I got to do this or I'm, I don't really feel like I'm cleansing? Uh, truly, if I'm intentionally working on cleansing, it's always milk thistle for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've used that for years and years with many people, myself included. But when I'm on those cleanses, I'm making sure I'm taking milk thistle for its liver cleansing benefits. And Nicola, how about you? Same question. What's that one thing for you where you're like, I, if, I'm, if I'm not doing this, I'm not cleansing? Well, I pay attention to my wa- living here in Vegas. I'm just going to preface that. It's, it's, I'm not even sure people are supposed to live in this kind of environment. It's so dry. But <laughs> anyways, it's almost, it's almost like borderline impossible to stay hydrated. Uh, but anyways, we do our best. And I've been here 30 years, so my body's adjusted. But I would say I'm my my gig is always looking at my poop and I'm looking to make sure that, uh, it's the right, you know, it's a log. And the other thing is, is it's a, what it's a, a log. log. I need a log. I'm, <laughs> I'm pooping out trees here. That baby ain't a log. I'm, I'm not happy. <laughs> Honestly, like unacceptable to me. The Bristol the stool thing... chart. It's gotta be a number four or we are not happy here. Got it. <laughs> That's correct. The other thing is, and I'm forever uh, discussing this with clients, when you are healthy, uh, when you go to the bathroom, you should put zero effort into that. And I mean zero, not 1%, zero. So when I go to the bathroom, I sit down, I am totally relaxed and it just falls out of me. I mean, practically I have to run to the bathroom because it's about to fall out of me. 
straining of any kind is not right and it's not good and it means there's something not okay. So if I sit down and I have this desire to strain or I'm waiting or something's not happening and I can feel it wants to, I get up, I drink 16 ounces of water and that works like clockwork. That just means I'm a little bit dehydrated or a little bit behind with my water. So that that's kind of my little obsessive thing. So those of you playing at home, <laughs> playing along <laughs> at home with this. Um, so when you're looking at your poop, we should do a whole week on this, right? Or at least a whole show. We, we'll, we'll maybe oh, yeah. we'll do a whole segment. Talk about it right now for a few minutes. If you notice that your poop is coming out like rabbit pellets, sure sign of dehydration. Straining. Yep segmented poop that is like really small and tiny definitely sign one of the things that had me cracking up when i first got into natural medicine i used to love listening to dr schultz you know with the american botanical pharmacy i mean i just thought he was just all over the top hilarious all the time and one of the things that he talked about was the importance of your poop coming out like soft serve ice cream <laughs> <laughs> That's never like, happened. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. This is, great. this is when you know you got a good teacher because they'll leave you with a visual that you're just like, I'm going to never forget that. That is disgusting yep. to think of this, but I, I got I got your point. Um, for me, it's uh, it's bentonite clay and psyllium. Honestly, it's like that. Um, and I would say, and making sure I have something to drive energy production. Like when I go in and assess cleanses, like, you know, you get the box cleanses and stuff like that. My first thing I look for is how are you driving energy production? You know, cause you see so many where they have like really good herbs and really good selection of, of, you know, of nutraceuticals and things like that. But I don't look see at Nicola. Don't... <laughs> 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 what is, is that a poop pillow? It is. <laughs> Nicola has a poop pillow. I wish you all could see this. We should take a screen picture, a screen capture of that. Oh my it's God. It's the poop emoji. We the poop yeah, we emoji. So I have that because no one else can see that but us. <laughs> Laugh so along with us, folks. It's the holidays. Okay. Next time yeah, you I just think want to see you guys crack up. Jingle bells and you find yourself singing jingle bells. Think of a poop picture and make sure that it's like a happy face on a pillow. And then you yeah. got the image that you need right there. Okay. Yeah. But make sure you connect it with jingle bells. So, okay. So next time you're singing jingle <laughs> bells, think of the poop pillow. All right. Um, so definitely it's the, it's the bentonite clay and psyllium though, too, because I, it, it, that bentonite clay just is such a wonderful adsorber. It really just grabs everything that the body is trying to get rid of. And one of the things I like about it is what is it like, what was it, Brian, do you remember like, Bentonite clay can absorb something like 20,000 times its weight or something like that. It was, yeah, it was some, something very some impressive, but you're some right. ridiculous number, right? And you the, add the, that psyllium husk and it's like a little bottle brush in there. You know it, but a gentle one. So it's not yeah, like, right, right. It doesn't away, hurt. It doesn't right. Hurt. It's just, oh, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a treat. <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. I'm inspired. I know. I'm feeling like, like I want to go yeah. to one right now. I don't you know are, if y'all use it this way. Have y'all ever seen the absorb the absorptive ability of bentonite clay and used it for insect stings, scorpion stings? You ever oh, done yeah, that? Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, it is oh, phenomenal. Yeah. You make that into a paste with water and put it on your skin. It'll suck the poison right out of your body. It is so incredible. Yeah. It's it, awesome. It is, it is a godsend, right? Yes, Literally. it is. And all right, so um, I got to ask this because I I use hydrated bentonite clay. I, I love the stuff that. Uh, 
I think it was Dr. Anderson with uh, Cleanse and Purify Thyself. I think he was the one that like first was like, look, we're going to hydrate this at all times. So it's always a little bit, because it can be really astringent too, especially okay. like if you add it with the activated charcoal, super, super astringent. So I keep hydrated bentonite clay in my refrigerator at all times, like year round, right? Um, if I get a little food poisoning, right. some of that. How many else? How how many of you have bentonite clay on demand? I like I got it, my friend. Right bottles now. of it. It's on my <laughs> kitchen counter right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, we're we, were, we were destined to meet each other. That's what yes, we were. <laughs> it's bentonite clay that connects us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that stuff. So you can know you can know your level of nerddom in the natural healing world. <laughs> if you have bentonite clay on demand at all times, <laughs> everywhere, all it's, times. there's space. Hey, it's great for facials too, ladies. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen to that. All right. We're going to come back, talk a little bit more about uh, detoxing. Get a, I have a few more questions. Can I leave you. a thought before we break? Yeah, go for it. Okay. When we come back, I want to hear how many of you ever pooped? A really good poop, turned around, looked in the toilet, and nothing was in there. We'll be right back after these messages. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost poop. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. All right, healers. Welcome back. Uh, we're t- the poop show is uh, is back on. That's what we should have called looking for healing. Looking for poop radio. Start a new show. On right is back on the air. Um, this episode poop. is a literal crap shot. Just so you know. <laughs> Instead of looking for healing, let's look for poop. Let's look. Let's look for that poop. So um, you know you are a natural doc of some sort when you wake up at seven thirty in the morning. Your first text is from somebody that you're working with, and it is a picture of poop. And there's no preceding text. There's no warning coming your way. (laughs) And you know you have really become a true natural doc when that doesn't bother you. You actually have a certain level of little pride of, (laughs) oh, look at my person. They're right before my eyes. Yes, you're poop. So true. And of course, we're talking about somebody who's 55. You know, who sent you that picture? There's no yep. filters. There's just no filters. All right. So, um, Dr. Artis, bring us back to that question. Let's do that one again. So, Nicola's talking about all the poop that she looks at when she wakes up. She wants to make sure she can see the poop, evaluate what it looks like. And it just made me think. You know, there's been mm-hmm. several times in my life where I know I took a really good poop. I used the toilet paper. There's evidence that poop came out. But when I looked in the toilet, there's nothing in there. And I've often wondered, where did it go? So anyway, I left that for the audiences. I want to know, have you ever pooped and looked in the toilet and saw nothing in there? And you're like, I know something came out. Where did it go? 
All right, that's what we left it with. Well, let me tell you. You know what? I asked my wife it's if she's ever had that in my toilet. I said, honey, what happens to the poop when it's not in the toilet? It just disappears somewhere. And she goes, I don't know. I've never looked at my poop. And I was like, yes, you have. Everybody's looked at their poop. And yes, they have. Everybody's got to look. Anyway, it's really well, funny. It's on, happened a few on. times, like five times in my life. I'm like, where did it go? Anyway, it's pretty funny. I know you I'm not know, the only one. Uh, what should your bowel transit time be? How long should it take from you swallowing some food and a general sense, you know, let's say it's a f- regular meal before it comes out the other end. Uh, Dr. J, what do you say? Well, this is difficult because you, it depends on what you're eating. If it's plants, it shouldn't be very long. Let's say predominantly plant-based, organic with a little bit of meat. Right. Um, I would say before your next meal. Okay. So you're saying like what? Like give me, give me hours. Give me hours. Something people on the air can, can relate to. Four hours. Between two and four hours. You're saying from the time you swallow something, it should be through the other end in two to four hours? Okay. Well, no, I was saying you should have a bowel movement, but I was- Oh, you should have a bowel movement to push out the other stuff. But I'm yeah, talking yeah, about but... that food that you just ate. How long should it be in your digestion? Oh, no, that food will take a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, four hours, girl, you got some diarrhea. <laughs> oh, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the stuff that was proceeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, that's much longer. That's closer to six to eight. Six to eight. Okay. Dr. Artis, what do you say? I would say, I was going to say six to eight hours. Okay. Six to eight. And what do you say, Nicola? Not 68, by the way. Six to eight. T-O, not 628. That's too long. Go for it, Nicola. How about you? How long do you say? Well, maybe I'm, I'm going to make sure I understand the question because I'm sure we've all done the poppy seed thing, right? Where, or other seeds where you right, eat certain right, seeds right. and then you count the time that it takes to take to come out. Yep. So that's usually like, hmm, depends on the person, but I, if that's what you're talking about, it's usually like 18 to 24 hours every time I've done that. Right. So like so, the next day. Right. So when I was looking up um, some stuff out of uh, Dr. Jensen, I think he said it should be for a plant-based diet with uh, some, with a little bit of meat, it should roughly be about um, 14 to 16 hours. Like that's the optimal kind of uh, bowel transit time. And that's what we've seen. We've actually been testing this for 10 years. So what we have folks do is we have them um, either have a a swallow uh, organic whole kernel corn. If they are, unless they have an allergy to it, then it's um, poppy seeds or pumpkin seeds. And then the other option, it would be um, beets, just eating beets, which is a little bit not as accurate. Yeah. Right. But it's a way for you to visualize. So here's something you can all do this happy holiday season while you're thinking about <laughs> buying gifts and all this other stuff. You can you can start. Let's let's get you on a poop a poopscapade. All right, we're gonna get you on a poopscapade here. Um, so which what you do is if you want to check how long does it take food to move through your system, whole kernel organic corn, and don't even need to chew it, just swallow it whole because you want to see when is it gonna come out the other end, right? And that's so from the moment you swallow it, you start the clock and then you can see when does it come out? How long does it take for it to come out? That'll give you an estimate, a really solid estimate on what your bowel transit time is. Um, and if you're in the 12 hour or even 10 hour, that can be a little sl- a little fast, but definitely if you're over 18 hours, you are now doing what Nicola was talking about. You are now trending into constipation. And that's going to set you up for a whole myriad of problems in your body because your body is not getting out waste 
fast enough, meaning that you're putting more waste, more opportunities for waste into your body than your body can get rid of. And that's where you start to become a bioaccumulating organism. And that's where disease really starts taking place. So the other alternatives you can use, if you want to do this bowel transit time test, really simple, organic pumpkin seeds. And again, don't chew them. You're going to swallow, you need to swallow a few holes so you can see them in your poop when they come out or poppy seeds. I think poppy seeds for me, Nicola, were a little harder to kind of track and trace and stuff like that. Um, uh, but you can see them with poppy seeds. Of course, you get a little bit of opium in there too. Um, and then, um, <laughs> not unless you chew them. Uh, and then you get, uh, but then beets also, organic beets. If you eat some organic beets, you can kind of see when does it come out. Now that one's a little less accurate because beets you know, will turn everything red and they'll kind of spread through the system a little faster. Uh, than maybe the true bowel transit time. But one of the things we would encourage you all to do getting ready for January, right? Is to say, hey, I want to I want to start cleansing in January. Okay, great. Well, we'll do some shows in January on cleansing. We'll do some more detailed shows for you and stuff like that. Hopefully inspire you to do some stuff with us. But um, what I would encourage you to do is check your bowel transit time in December so that you can see actually how long it is because we've had students in the um, in the detox program at the school, they didn't realize it, but their bowel transit time was like sixty four hours. You know, what? they they knew no no now they knew they were constipated. Okay, wow. okay, good. <laughs> okay, they knew that they were like, I don't poop every day. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I could see it in your body. Um, that's the other thing that you don't know about us. We can look at you and tell whether you can poop or not, but you don't, yep. we're not going to tell you how we know. Um, and then, um, cause they <laughs> don't use the bathroom secret. in your clinic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody's hanging out for six hours. They don't pee and they don't poop. <laughs> but the, but wrong. the, um, but the thing to do, and we mean this is to check your, your bowel transit time. And remember goal for us is usually we'll say, I, I, for me, it's usually 14 to 18 hours. If I see somewhere in 14 to 18 hours, I'm like, everybody's fine. You know, I'm not really worried about that, but there is another check as well that can tell you whether, and there's actually two checks that you can do very easily to know whether or not it's time to cleanse. You ready for this? The first one is when you poop, you have to use a whole bunch of TP. If you have to wipe your booty a whole lot, that is usually a sign that it's time to do some cleansing, folks. All right. Because you'll find when you are doing really good cleansing, you actually don't need to wipe your booty much at all. If really, it's just everything's very, very clean down there. Okay. The other thing is if it smells so bad, you can't stand it. <laughs> if you can't stand your own smell and you got to turn on the fan in the bathroom, it's time to cleanse. If people walk in when they smell you on the toilet and walk away quickly, it's time to cleanse. That's their polite way of saying it's time for you to uh, actually clean out a little bit because you got some. But you know what you can say to them? It's not your fault. You can blame it on the bad bacteria that's accumulating <laughs> in your lower yeah. intestine. You can blame it on all the little bacterial farts that are collecting in you because it's actually not you farting. It's actually them. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Last thoughts then for this show, everybody. We got a few minutes. Let's go around the horn. Last thoughts, last advice you would have for somebody who is interested in getting into cleansing. Dr. J, what do you say? I think uh, start slowly, start gently and, um, and, and don't stop, right? Keep doing, keep doing cleanses throughout the year like we do. But I think having that success in a mild, gentle cleanse will want someone to do, it'll make them want to do it even more. 
Amen to that. My first year I did, my first cleanse was actually a three-day cleanse, Dr. Uh, Dr. Schultz's three-day uh, cleanse. I uh, ended up doing like 37 cleanses my first year. Tried a whole bunch wow. of different ones so I could find out what I liked, but I felt so great by the end of it. It was incredible. Great advice. Dr. Artis, how about you? What, do you? what advice would you give to anybody listening in on getting into cleansing? Poop every single day. That's number one. And I'm serious. I mean, if you're going to cleanse twice a year, you better be pooping every day between there. So I would make sure you're focused on making sure you are having bowel movements every day. And this is important. This is why I did this every patient. I know we're joking about it. And the four of us know a lot about pooping and its significance. The number one cause published of every single colon cancer patient ever is constipation, Mm -hmm. which is defined as not having a bowel movement within a 24-hour period. Now, if you go to the American Academy of Gastroenterology, it actually states Individuals can have three bowel movements a week, and that's normal. Oh, dear no, God. it isn't. What? Is not- Hold on. Oh, my what? God. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. I even remember reading it once. It said you could do once a week, and that's normal. If and you I'm like, eat every what? time, you, if you eat every day. You're supposed you to have a poop for every major meal, y'all. If that's you eat correct. three major meals a day, which you shouldn't be doing. That is correct. But if you eat three major meals a day, you should have three major poops a day. That's yep. it's basic math. Yeah. Crap in, has got to be crap out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And the, you know, that the is- best person to watch for that is if you have ask- access and um, is a baby. Yeah. You feed them, they oh, poop. No. You feed them, they yep. poop. You feed them, they poop. I mean, that's, that's normal. Right. Yep. And if you don't have one of those. Somewhere along the line, it stops as we get older for not good well, reasons. Go watch a doggy. All right. Until you yeah, that's another doggy and it starts <laughs> yeah, doing the good. same thing you do and yep. getting backed up. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nicola advice. What's your, what's your advice for everybody listening in? Uh, my major advice is don't even think about cleansing until you have a solid nutrition status because vitamins and minerals, right? Macronutrients, micronutrients, they feed into these detox pathways. So if you go into cleansing when you're malnourished, you're not running your detox and clearing pathways. Um, so that's that would be number one. The second thing I would say is you only get one. Nobody said you get two. Everybody else got one. Oh, can't I do one? No, no, I'm playing with you. Go ahead. I was just- <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Another thing I want to say is, yeah, we're all laughing and we're all talking about this. But honestly, to, I would address this to the three of you guys. This is a lifestyle. It took us a long time to work our way into this and to learn how to do this, right? That I mean, I'm sure you guys would all agree. And the last thing I would say is that there's an oh, order- so you get three. She's she's <laughs> like she's like I don't. I'm gonna I don't grant care myself three. Math. I'm on the new math here. What's your third one? Go for it. Go for it, girl. Uh, oh, thank you, girl, girl support here. Yeah. Um, oh, clean out your now, now we're gonna first. get some hater right here. Hey, we're gonna have to have <laughs> no, another no, testosterone no, no show. So, so <laughs> go ahead. I'm playing with you. I'm I'm sorry. I'm t- over talking. No, that's okay. That's okay. I love the humor. Uh, start with your colon. I get so many people come in and go. Oh well, I do this with my liver, and I do this with my liver, and I, you know, it's like that's great. What are you doing for your colon? As she does that, everybody, just so you get the whole feel. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's giving you the Barbie hair toss. Okay, as she's yeah. saying that, go for it. Yeah. So it's like that's lovely. And what are you doing for your colon? Because whatever's in the colon gets dumped on 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 the liver, right? right. So you don't want to put the cart before the horse. Yeah. So those are my three things. So thank you for allowing. Because yeah, because I because I was so rude as a host right there. Forgive me, Nicola. No. Um, just for everybody to understand, what she's saying is really simple. 
if your liver releases waste and you are constipated, it's just going to be reabsorbed in the large intestine and find its way back to the liver. You did nothing. You got to make sure the exit, you got to make sure the exit apparatus is open for business. Okay. And that's your bunghole. So you got to make sure that's ready to go. And then you can start. And then what's so cool is as you start pooping more, your liver is detoxing automatically anyway, which is really a cool little feature of it. So my little advice for everybody is to look at your poop when it's in the toilet. All right. Because it tells you a whole lot of what's going on, especially if your poop floats. If your poop floats, that means you had some fiber in there and you trapped likely a little bit of bile. And when you get rid of old bile from the liver, it forces the liver to make new bile. And every time the liver makes new bile, it's detoxifying your body. So there's really a nothing more important. Make sure you have a log or what did you say? You called it a log, right, Nicola? A log, baby. Yeah. Make sure you have a log that floats every <laughs> single day and fiber makes that happen. All right. So I'm going to tell you a quick little story. Uh, years ago, I was doing a, I was, a, I, I was a pretty decent body worker and uh, we were up in Big Bear, California, dear friend of mine, Kat, she was uh, going through all of this wonderful, she was putting so much work on herself healing. She was doing this incredible cleanse with one of our, one of our, um, our mentors. And so we were doing some body work and we were doing like a full, like three, four hour session of body work and just going into the psoas and really sculpting out all the organs and everything. And she had this little chipmunky voice, right? She had this little, like little squeaky little voice where you're just like, oh, that's cute. Doesn't, you know, when somebody has that voice where it doesn't match their body, you're like, mm -hmm. that's not your yeah. voice, but it's cute. So we're going to accept it. So um, we were doing some work around her colon and I was pulling the colon to the, you know, towards the midline so I could get to the psoas muscle and the quadratus lumborum and really start to press in there and get some release on the uh, posterior abdominal wall. And she, her eyes, she was like all into it and was like, oh my God, this feels so good. My body's opening up. Cause that's something that becomes amazing when you get clean body work feels out of this world. Okay. And her eyes just opened up real quickly like that. And she was like, I gotta go. And she jumped off the table and ran down the hallway. And so I was like, oh my God, did I do something wrong? You know, I was just in my early years of doing this stuff. And she's in there and like, so I'm standing outside on the other end of the door and I'm listening in because I'm like, you know, you know, you get worried, like, did we spark an emotional trauma or something like that? Right. And so I'm like listening in and the toilet flushes once. And then I'm listening in and the toilet flushes a few minutes later, a second time. And we're like, OK, you know, I don't hear her spitting into it or anything like that. Like, what's going on? And then I'm listening in and the toilet flushes a third time. And then we hear her like get up. So I'm thinking I'm in an old cabin. I'm thinking maybe I have a problem in there. I'm going to have to fix. I was curator of the cabin. I was like, damn it. I'm going to have to go to the stupid ACE hardware and fix something now. <laughs> and so she's coming out. And like, so we had, it was me and a couple of friends. We, I had to pretend like we weren't listening. So we like ran back into the other room real quick. And, you know, we sit down, we're just like, Hey, how are you doing? You know? And, and she comes walking out and this woman comes walking out and she is like literally walking along the side of the oh. wall, just like her shoulder on the wall, like trying to hold herself up. And she stops in the doorway and we're like, uh, cat, you okay? And she puts her hand on her forehead and runs her fingers through her hair and like holds her hair back and looks up to us. And remember, this is this chick monkey little squeak, 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 like little voice. <laughs> and this Greta Garbo. So. <laughs> 
I just took the shit of my life. <laughs> you know, and we're like, what? And she was like, I just shit so much. I had to flush it three times because it filled up three times in one sitting from Sylvester. That's crap. the combination. Holy, say that again, Dr. Artis. Holy crap. Holy crap. And we're going to leave you with that one there today, folks. That's all the time we have for Looking for Healing Radio. Just remember, everybody, be good to your body. We love y'all. We, we are definitely in the WTMI. We love you. And hopefully we don't get canceled after this show. And happy holidays, everybody. Peace. <laughs>